Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Greenhouse Show on KSL News Radio. It's the KSL Greenhouse Show. Thanks for being with us on this. Shaping up to be a beautiful Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be a warm day, but a gorgeous day. It is July. Sitting in for Maria Shaleos, I'm Dave Meekum. Thanks for allowing me to be here with you today, Ton. Oh, it's always a pleasure. We can just. What we talk about on breaks, <laughs> not that it's anything inappropriate. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's fun. And, uh, you know, boy, it did turn warm fast this year, didn't it? It did. And it oftentimes does. We had June, which was just, you know, May and June was cool. I have never uh, been able to go through an entire, all the way through June without using my AC. And I did it this year. Yeah. Ours was on, I think, two days Mostly because those last couple of days yeah, got warm, but I yeah. was determined to make it. <laughs> and this was Cache Valley stuff. I usually didn't start turn my AC on in Cache Valley until mid June, but yeah, it was weird. But you know, my plants, you know, most when I buy plants, I mean generally tomatoes, um, have tolerated uh, the change fairly well. I didn't, haven't seen any real adverse reaction. No. No, people's gardens seem to be doing well. The trees seem to be doing well. I, you know, with the 90 degree temperatures, you see lawns starting to brown out now, which is normal. Yeah, I've had to water a little more, of course, but, you know, and, and not a ton. I'm still not up to where I would normally be in a. No, and I've noticed with mine that since I drag a hose to water it, you know, you can place those sprinklers perfectly. But I've been watering for the last two or three weeks once a week. But watering deeply, and I don't have a brown patch on my lawn, and it isn't from overwatering. It's just that I can place the sprinklers exactly. Right. You can you can better yeah. spot your water. Yes. All right. We promised to take some calls here, Ton. We should do that. Uh, Charlotte's calling in from Colville, and Charlotte, you've got a question about uh, tomatoes in a container. Yes, I do. <clears throat> Good morning. Um, the weather in Colville is always kind of iffy with tomatoes. It's cold at night. Um and so this year I thought I would try again. I have never been successful in planting some tomatoes in containers. And I finally have an early girl with some maybe ping pong and grape-sized tomatoes on it. Good. I just want to <laughs> – I know I'm excited. <laughs> um, how uh, – I just want to make sure I, I do everything I can to have some successful um, tomatoes off this plant this year. Any tips? I just make sure it stays fertilized. You know, the two things with container tomatoes, well, there's three. One, you want a container that's big enough to accommodate the plant. And the minimum size for a tomato is usually a volume of about five gallons. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Then drainage holes in the bottom of the pot, and you're using a potting soil and not your native soil. And then right. through the summer, you may end up watering every day or every other day, you know, if we're in the 90s. I know Colville's a little cooler. And then okay. making sure that its nutrition is met. And so you're going to use something like Osmocote or miracle Grow. There's several competing brands. miracle Grow, you water it you're, you know, with the fertilizer water every week or two, according to instructions, or Osmocote. You put it in when you first plant it. And then even though it might say a six-month feed, I would reapply it in midsummer. Okay, I do have Miracle Grow. So once a week with that, you think? Yeah, just look at the instructions and follow those, okay. and that will be fine. Okay, my fingers are crossed. Well, We're, good. Ours are crossed for you yeah. as well. Well, several years ago, I gave a presentation on tomatoes I'd been working with, and Early Girl was among the tomatoes, and I was looking at them on marketability at a farmer's stand. And the Early Girls are smaller yeah, And I made a comment in my, it was a work meeting that early girl was a, a variety that I thought was fun, but it's one that I wouldn't personally grow in my own garden because it takes longer to harvest the fruit smaller and harder to can in favor of all these other tomatoes. Well, Sterling Banks, who was the extension agent there for years, and I don't know mm-hmm. if you know Sterling, he came up yeah, to me after and he says, you know, you mentioned some fighting words. <laughs> and he says, Colville has maybe a 90-day growing season and early girl is one of the few varieties we can get away with. And you might want to check yourself a little bit when you pronounce a tomato miserable or whatever, <laughs> because that early girl is the only thing we can grow in Colville with a few other short season tomatoes. And, you know, I was like sterling point taken. And, I, you know, I was presenting this as in this particular use case as a commercial stand tomato, but point taken. So, yeah, congrats on that and hope it does well. Well, until I can get a, a little greenhouse area, then that's that's going to be my, my best yes. choice, I think. Yes, so, it thanks is. Thanks very much. You're I, welcome. I appreciate All right. Good luck, Charlotte. Yeah, I, I've grown early girls once or twice, but it, I wasn't impressed. You know, and, and, I think it's— But, you know, I don't live in Colville no. either, right? Well, I had an uncle—I have an uncle that lives in the Ogden Valley— the, the early girl tomatoes and the 4th of July's and Moscow's are some short season that he has used— but he eventually built his own cold frame to grow them in because it extended his growing season. And so early girl is one that I have found, at least when I've grown it, when the fruit is ripe, I'll have celebrities within about a week to 10 days. And so I just haven't felt it worth growing. And if I'm going to do an early tomato, I'll usually grow 4th of July. You prefer that one? Yeah, just because it's so much earlier. I think if I would have gotten them in in early May this year, and put some hot caps or walls of water around them. I truly would have had July, you know, early July tomatoes with a variety. Yeah, I've I've tried those a couple times as well. I think that the earliest I had them was always just a few days after the fourth, right? It's like yeah, like this false advertising. I can't do this again. <laughs> well, and for me, I like the early girl. You know, yeah, they're not the most flavorful tomato, and they're not super big. They're golf ball to maybe right. plum size, right. but in July, you cut those up and put them into a salad, and they still taste better than anything that's from the store. 
Well, that's, that's kind of setting a low bar there. Well, I know, <laughs> but still, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I've grown them before, but I just, I enjoy the celebrities and some of the other later varieties so yeah. much more that I just don't do it. Well, I'd, I'd the, rather wait another month. Yeah, and, and get so the 4th of July more. is it's only one plant, maybe two. Right. And they're, they will produce through the season. Not as much as other tomatoes, but they still will give you some. But it's just so that you have enough tomatoes to eat in salads, put a little salt or sugar on. It's just almost that. It's almost like a yellow transparent apple. You know, you eat it. It's only good for three or four days, but it produces before any other apple. And it just is a signal that the apple season is starting. You know, so I, I think in that it's kind of something like that. I used to grow this variety called it's called Heat Wave Two, uh-huh. and the selling point on it is that it would set fruit and you'd get fruit even in the hottest part of the summer, and you know that was kind of true. Uh, it it wasn't prolific, but it, you'd get a few tomatoes during that that summer heat. But even those, you know, you were sacrificing taste and other things. Yeah, I said, you know, I'm just I'm just going to wait. We'll, we'll yeah. do the other varieties. Well, I, my tomatoes, I didn't initially get them planted until June 12th, 15th. And then we had those three days of terrible winds. Yeah. And, and the wind. don't like winds. No, and the wind was strong <laughs> enough that it snapped four of ten plants or oh, five boy. of ten. So I had to, it was a week or so before I even had time to go to the store and get more tomatoes. I found an heirloom, and I can't even remember the name, and it just said um, 8 to 12-ounce tomatoes, useful for canning or sandwiches. And I was like, oh, that's good enough because that was all that Walmart had. Uh-huh. So I planted them, and Bradley is actually the name of it. And if anybody has grown Bradley, I would love to hear from you. But the only information I can find on it, it just says late season tomato, good for sandwiches and canning. Okay. That's the only information Watch, on the internet. It'll be a great tomato. Yeah. And you'll never it's, find it again. It's a Bonnie plants variety. <laughs> but if anybody has grown Bradley, I would love to hear from what your opinion is because it's one of those varieties I'd never seen. I wondered if it was available in mid-July because nobody buys it. <laughs> So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Before we go to the break here, Tom, let's answer uh, this text. Uh, Morning, guys. When is the best time to plant crimson red maple tree? Usually in the spring to early summer, even now is okay. They take longer to get established. So I don't like fall planting them because I'd like to see them get some roots pushed out. And And a crimson, like crimson century, crimson king maple, it can take them three or four years to get established because of the slower growth rate from the red leaves. And so I like to get them in first half of the season. Okay, so we're getting kind of late now. Well, it's, there's still time. Even through July, I think you're okay. okay. But I just don't like fall planting them in October oh, okay. as much. And I think they'll do okay then. It's just that I like to give them every opportunity to get those roots right. pushed out right. because I think it in- increases survivability. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. Time to take a break here. We're going to come back and have a chat with Austin and Matt who are waiting on the line to ask their questions and several lines open. If you've got a question, now is the time to call in and Tom will help you out. KSL Talk is that number. You can text us at 57500. And we'll be back with more on the KSL Greenhouse Show. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids 
doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Greenhouse Show on KSL News Radio. Ton, we promised to take calls. I always like to follow up on those promises. And Austin is up next and calling in. From yeah, there. I know. Just cut it off and put some tape on it. Hey, Austin, you're on the air. Are you with us? <laughs> Good morning, Austin. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Are you building something? Uh, yeah, water main went. Oh, bad I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Always a fun for a nice oh, Saturday no. morning. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how can we help you out? How can we make your day a little better? <laughs> so, we planted like 10 uh, quake and aspen, and some of them got, I believe it's that black canker. Okay. I'm wondering what we might do to, because we want to put more in there, if there's something we're doing wrong, or I don't think you can treat it. Well, ask, how long ago did you plant them? Last year. Last year. So they're only a year old. And what have have the trees just been dying or have you been seeing cankers on the trunks or what are what's the situation? So they kind of have gotten some cankers, but then they like start to turn like brown, reddish, white as it works its way up. Okay. Well, I mean, you could try a new batch of aspens, you know, maybe buy one of these 10 or $15 small ones and put in the area. Make sure that you water it periodically and see what it does. And that way you haven't wasted a lot of money. Um, aspens, though, you know, that old saying, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, you know, that kind of goes for aspens. So they're not the most uh, durable trees and they're susceptible to a lot of different pests and diseases. And so, I mean, they okay. usually make it longer than a year, but, you know, their usable life is usually 15 to 25 years, but they do sucker once they're established and you just let the younger ones take over. Okay. So well, I, we'll I would just plant one again. or two small ones, and if they get yeah. sick, I might try another tree in that area. Okay. Anything, any suggestion on what kind of tree would maybe represent them? Well, the one we were talking about earlier, that golden rain tree, is one that would probably survive as long as it was adequately watered. Uh, so that okay. could be one. And then another would be one of the crab apples. There's a lot of modern crab okay. apples that are very clean. So I, I know as a kid growing up, I had to shovel crab apples and it made me hate the trees. But newer cultivars are just fine, especially if you can find one that has small, persistent fruit. But those would be a couple of options. Okay. 
The Golden Rain, huh? Yeah, Golden Rain or any Let's number of, a of those too. crab apples. Okay. Yeah, the Harriman is known for having tougher soil. It's sometimes clay and maybe even a bit salty. And so the crab apples and the Golden Rain trees are two that tolerate that a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll just try a couple of them Golden Rain. I'm not sure what they look up, but look like, but I'll look at them. And then I've got a green uh, Japanese maple, green leaf. Okay. That's like kind of turning real yellow, and now some of the leaves are falling off, and it looks like the branches are are starting to die. But it's probably eight, nine years old. Okay. And did you say it's in the ground? Yeah. Okay. And is it? Does it have afternoon shade? Um. It. Uh, it's on the north side of the house, so good in the hot summer it probably doesn't. Okay, well, it's still getting up. It's on a north exposure. It's getting more shade than... At any rate, has the irrigation on the tree changed at all? No. Okay, and you said that the leaves are scorching prematurely? Yeah, they're... they're yeah, and then it's going um, light, lighter yellow with brown on the ends, and then there is sections that are still fairly green. Okay. But I'm getting balls on top that are no lease at all now. Okay. I mean, the Japanese maples are susceptible to some root or some vascular wilt diseases. One of them is called verticillium. And if you're starting to get random branch dieback and the leaves are starting to scorch, there could be a combination of that maybe with its lack of ability to take necessary nutrients out of the soil like iron and manganese and magnesium and copper. And so you could try a micronutrient and chelated iron to see if that helped. But if it has random branch dieback, all you can do is prune those out. Okay, Austin, we got about a minute left before the top of the hour, and you had a question on zucchini as well. Yeah, so I get a bunch of flowers but no fruit. Is it this year only, or is this more historical? Um, It's been... Last year it did it. The year before I got so much I couldn't give it away Okay. There's two things that could be going on is lack of pollinators, but the other thing you can do is maybe hand pollinate where you take a male flower off, strip the petals off, and you have to sing the matchmaker, matchmaker makes me a match song while you're doing it, (laughs) but you pollinate the female flowers with it. And you can watch YouTube videos on how to do it, but... Learn to differentiate okay. between the male and female flowers and give it a shot. Okay, that's what I'll do. I appreciate it. All right, good luck with that, Austin. Hopefully it turns out and works out for you. All right, we're going to cut out and take a break here for the top of the hour news and be back on the other side. We're going to take more calls. Matt and Bart, we know you're there. going to come to you after the top of the hour news. Thanks for joining us on KSL on the Greenhouse Show. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.